0: Venn diagram of life, where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op.
1: What's up, friends? It's me. It's me, the T O N Y T, and you're listening to a very special Nerd of Godcast Megacon review. We uh, we went out to our annual outreach. We go to this big, giant comic book, sci-fi, nerd fandom, anime, just every kind of cool, geeky thing you can think of under one roof convention. And uh, We go out there with the intention of developing relationships, of shining the light of Christ, being an encouragement to believers, and uh, challenging the preconceived notions of non-believers really to be the love of Jesus to all of the fanboys and fangirls that are in the house. And uh, and God really blessed us. Uh, we had Scott Higa, the Christian nerd, come out from California to be part of the team and help us out. And uh, our Patreon sponsors uh, really, really stepped up to help us make this happen. It was in a uh, very short Turnaround time we were uh, in the place where we thought we weren't going to go then at last minute they not only opened a spot for us but gave us access to a stage really fantastic stuff but uh, we did get together this week with our patreon sponsors via zoom to share a little bit of the report with them give them an update and we wanted to let you guys take a listen to how that went so without further ado this is our 2022 megacon review on the nerd of godcast thanks for listening So Megacon uh, was last week from Thursday to Sunday, and uh, we, uh, to give you just the recap of the backstory, we went into it very much unprepared because we didn't think that we were going to be able to Megacon. They told us, nope, there's no room for you in the inn. As it turns out on the back end, they probably told that to a lot of people because from what I understand, there was over 500 applicants that were turned down. there. It was, it was a, a madhouse as far as people trying to get in there. One of the first big cons back kind of uh, post full-blown pandemic. So uh, a lot of people were trying to get in the door and I don't know why, but we were one of the uh, many that was cut. But as the Lord does, uh, he, he opened up a, an opportunity for us to not only get in there, but also to get in there and share uh, the gospel through the, uh, the, uh, neon Genesis, Evangelion, the gospel, uh, in anime panel. And, um, boy, it was, it was just, uh, just a time. Um, we went into it with a different strategy this year, which was not just to kind of have a booth that was a hub location to interact with crowds of people, but really to be sent from that booth to go in and, uh, develop relationships, uh, we kind of went out in teams so we shifted the day so you'd have kind of like half the day a couple hours on a couple hours you know wandering around and uh, i can only speak for the times when i was out that's why i'm grateful for Neff being able to be here for scott uh who came all the way from california i don't even know why if he just came to go to disney world and hang out uh but but i definitely put him to work and he came out and, and helped us a lot and uh i came nice so blessing. you could
2: use me at the, the uh,
1: I don't know if he's breaking up on your end too, but yes, he came just so I could use him. I think that's, that's what the important thing is. And Alexandria and I, uh, we spent a lot of time kind of out on the floor teaming up and, and trying to love on some people. And boy, we had, we had some amazing, amazing encounters. Um, Stephen and and his wife, Brittany came out to to help us. Neff was there, Alexandria, and then, uh, myself, my son, uh, my my wife and uh, Scott, of course. Uh, we also had MegaCon Liz, who we met at MegaCon last year, came back out to help us in our outreach this year, which was pretty awesome, and um, and just some amazing encounters. I don't even know how, where where to begin, um, but we just we met so many awesome people, and uh, more than anything, it seemed like this was such a transitional year because God was really wanting to uh I think use this as a launching point for what's next but I'll talk a little bit about more about that later uh we we ordered some shirts from a really awesome Christian t-shirt company called Sunday Cool and uh, I don't know if you can see them the geek prey love shirts which uh, are very soft and comfortable and uh we were so grateful to be able to get those super fast and turn those around and uh, thank you guys for your support to make that happen um over and over and over again, I think the story, the 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 story that, that I we kept encountering was God opening up people's hearts and people just pouring themselves out in a way that I I did not understand and I didn't expect at all. Um, we had people stopping by the booth that that as they always do. We why what is this? Why are you out here? Uh, really kind of sideways on it. Christians that think we're making fun of you know, Christ and God, uh, non-Christians who they'll, they'll stop and they'll look and you'll kind of see them come back and give the sort of, oh, oh, that's cool, I guess. Uh, or they'll ask about it. We didn't have any confrontational people that I got to encounter that wanted to come and pick a fight. Neff, I don't know if there was a tail end of, of somebody that came by to uh, throw a wrench at you guys. It, it seemed like there was somebody that came by with some questions when I wasn't there.
3: We had a lot of positives that it was like, it kind of started to outweigh all the negatives but like we definitely had people who were like there who were like yeah i don't really know about all this like or they they'd look at our stuff they'd ask us something and then they'd when we told them about it they'd like just be like oh okay and then they just walk away (laughs) so
1: there was somebody that had an interaction with Scott and um, they weren't really trying to stir anything up, but they did kind of throw. And I love Scott's answer because he he jumped, just responded so casually and so honestly, like Scott does. Scott, do you remember when the guy came by and said, oh, this is controversial? Do you remember that?
3: Yeah. He's like, oh, like he
1: starred Jesus Loves You 3000. He's like, oh, this is controversial. And I literally said, like, what's controversial about loving people? Well, man, he's like, I oh, don't know. It's just controversial. like, tell me what's what's got like I was in. I was probably messing with him a little bit, but it was entertaining. But he just kept saying, Oh, it's so controversial. I'm like, it's we're just loving people and telling people that they matter. If that's controversial, then that's a bummer. But it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved it because your answer was so honest. Like I, I always put myself if I was in that position where that came to me, I, I think, well, what would I have said? Would I what would would I have been defensive? Would I have pushed back? And Scott just like like the ninja he is, man, just took their momentum and deflected it to say, what's controversy about loving people? That's all we're doing. How, it was very Jesus-y because it was like, I'm just gonna say a thing that you really can't argue against. You're you're more than welcome to try, but we're just out here loving people. And uh, and we really were. Uh, kind of our mission was to go out there and be, what the way we defined it, was we're gonna be the love of Jesus in this con and in this place. And uh, that's what we were. Uh, that's what we tried to be. Um, Alexandria, Tell us a little bit about your experience and and some of the key moments that jump out at you.
0: Yeah, so the first day that I was there was Saturday, which is of course the busiest day of MegaCon. And um, at one point you sent your son and I out. So Christian and I went out to get some social media content. The first question was, um, how do you show love for your favorite fandom? And two, how does somebody show you love? And the the idea behind it was just to kind of like, man, what makes you feel most loved? And how do you know that you're loved? Um, and we had a couple of really great interactions. There was a guy in particular who had like the craziest hair that I've ever seen in my life. And it was like, he was just working a booth. Like Rusty's hair was like this. It looked kind of like Doc Brown to be honest, but... Um, Rusty was just, you know, he was working a booth and, you know, I, I told him that we were exhibitors as well. And he, he said, man, how are you able to like go out and like walk around? I said, oh, well, we have like somebody like at the booth now and we're just, you know, whatever. Um, and every question that I asked him was like, how are you doing? Like, are you enjoying Megacon? And he goes, depends on the day. And then I was like, Rusty, do you know that Jesus loves you? And he said depends on the day and I said no no let me share something with you rusty it does not depend on the day Jesus love for you like does not change he's the same yesterday today and forever and if you know Jesus then his love for you is constant and I just got to share the gospel with this man and he just at the end was like thank you for sharing that with me I don't like I don't know when the last time was that he heard that but I just hadn't an opportunity to, to share the gospel and be like, Jesus laid down his life for you. Like he loves you, you know? And if you were the only person who would ever hear that it was worth it for him, you know? And then, um, there was a time where Tony and I were at the booth and a young, young person came up to us, uh, and I said, what's your name? And they said, well, my friends call me silver.
1: Oh, and I love silver.
0: Silver was so fun. Right. Um, so that was a pretty interesting interaction. I was just sharing about the podcast, and he goes, "Oh, well, I'm I'm not a really religious person," and I said, "Neither are we. We yeah, just sure. love Jesus, <laughs> and it's about having a relationship with God." And I just straight up shared the gospel with him, dude. And it was a pretty, pretty interesting experience. He he left, kind of like, "Oh, that's interesting," but he heard the gospel. And at the end of the day, it's not up to me. But it's not up to me like how these people respond. But I know that they heard. You know, and so there are a lot of really awesome interactions like that where I just got to share the gospel with people and love on people, pray with people who were believers, people who really opened up and just shared about their struggles. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a pretty amazing weekend.
1: Were you there when uh, when that couple came by, Mark and like Nakisha?
0: I was just texting her today.
1: That see, and that's one of the things that we went into so intentional, and, and I'm grateful for Alexandria because she gave us kind of our coaching, our paradigm. She recorded a training video for us before we all went, which which was amazing because everyone on the team that went out there, we were able to preview this video, say, this is sort of our target zones. We didn't just go in there willy nilly or unprepared. These are the targets. These are the things that we're looking for and it's developing relationship because, when you're there, there's so many distractions. There's so many things going on around you. I mean, there is a million, you could spend all four days walking around and never see everything. There's just so much. But what we wanted to do was to create relational momentum so that not only do we have that chance to interact with them, we can, by showing them value, by showing them love, by uh, caring about them as people, not just as projects, not just as a, well, I'm gonna hand you this gospel track, get saved and then you never see them again by developing relationship, by developing follow-up. And uh, we we shared our phone numbers, which was just so weird, right? We shared our phone numbers with people. We're sharing, you know, text messages or, or you know, uh, Facebook messages back and forth with folks. And uh, and it, it was really, really amazing. There's a young man, he, he actually met us last year at MegaCon, came back and visited several times. Um, he just finished law school, you know, really young, you know, good looking, like, you know, big, big, he looked like he, he looked like he, would have, he could have put on a Batman costume and not been embarrassed. And um, came back, and he just was talking about his, his love for God and how, since last year, he was just challenged and encouraged to shine a light, in in and not segregate his faith in his fandom. And and that he came back to sort of reiterate that. Brought his girlfriend back, visited us several times throughout the weekend, um, and, and wants to continue moving forward in, in relationship. Was just. Uh, just incredible. Just absolutely incredible. There, I, again, there's so many stories. This this young couple that we were talking about, and I, were they a couple, Mark and Nikisha? Did I assume that they, no, they're just friends, just hanging out. You ship them? No, that's not important. I'm born of the story. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, um, we got a chance to talk with them. And uh, as it turned out, it was a weird connection from back in the day that I had hosted an event for teenagers and Nikisha's youth group was there, and, and they kind of, we kind of got to meet each other. This, I mean, going back several, several years to when she was a young youth leader, and now she's doing this ministry and doing an outreach. She's kind of created a youth center that kind of has a gamer, uh, sort of nerdy kid vibe. And uh, we got to pray with her about some of the students that she's taken in. And uh, it would just just send her out feeling super encouraged, and here are the things that God is doing with her. It was just weird how all these kind of connections came back. Uh, One time, Alexandria and I were out kind of... And and boy, she's so great at this. She's such a relational person. We were walking up and down the, the artist's section, which was a beautiful strategy. And honestly, we could make a ministry just out of reaching the artist's section. And the reason why is because you see a lot of the same people from year to year to year. So Alexandria, who is brilliant at this, We're walking together at the artist section and she's seeing people that she had interactions with last year. And last year, it it wasn't like a, well, here's the, the, the card for our podcast. You should like share and subscribe. She's going up and spending time and talking to people and asking them about their, their skills, their talents and complimenting them on their work and even purchasing their work. So we walk up to this one booth and, and, and she's like, Oh my gosh, I saw you last year. I bought one of these things. Well, for an artist, who's there to sell their their work and that's their job, right? She immediately has credibility with them. She immediately has their full undivided attention. And then this conversation happens and I'm just going, oh my goodness, watch, watch what's happening right now. We're just beginning to share it with somebody. and, And it wasn't like just a stranger knocking on the door. Do you have time for me to tell you about my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? It was, we met you last year. We love what you do. Boy, we're so encouraged by your creativity this is what encourages us. And it just felt so organic and not forced and, 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 and genuine and not artificial. And I was like, wow, wow, look at how, look at how this has happened over the course of, of eight months since last time we were out there. And, uh, and, and that happened not once, but multiple times. One of my favorite moments from the convention, Alexandria and I were, we went by and we met an artist that we had met the year before. And uh, and he, we have exhibitors badges, they're different than regular badges. So when an exhibitor sees another exhibitor badge, the, the, you, you talk to them a little bit different, you know? It's like, cause they're there just like you're there, you know, instead of, oh, hey, how's your con going? It's like, hey, how's your con going? You know, like, are you doing okay? Are we struggling out here on the crowds? uh, you know, buttering your, your bread properly. Uh, They're out there to make money because that's their job. You know, the jokes on them, we're not out there to make money. We're out there to lose as much money as possible, apparently, but, but that's okay. Uh, so we walk up to this guy and I said, Hey, how you doing? How's your, how's your weekend going? He's, he's like, you know, going great. I said, how, but, and then me just being me, I'm like, no, but how are you doing? And he said, yeah, doing great, man. You know, real busy people have been coming by. And I said, no, no, how are you doing? I don't know. I, w- I was almost being a little like tongue in cheek, like a little, you know, hammy there. And he just stopped. And there was this long pause. And he said, I'm really sad. And I just feel this way all the time. And I wear this mask to, to hide my feelings. And uh, I- and he just like starts opening up, man, and pouring his heart out. And I'm just going, okay. All right. And my dude, so he got real. He got real with us. Like you couldn't stop him talking. And I don't know when the last time was that he was able to just open up his heart and talk like that. I mean, he, he, it, it, it was almost like the, the rule of threes. You ask him the first time, he's like, going great. Ask him the second time, going great. Ask him the third time. And it was just like the floodgates open. And um, as he just kind of poured out and poured out about how he's really struggling and how he's... The, the pressures to to make everyone think that he's okay when he's not really okay, um, I just said, hey, can can we just stop and? Pray? And Alexandria jumped in. She's like, I was just about to ask. We need to pray with. Her. <laughs> so, we're we're standing there right right in Artist Alley, man, with this this guy, and I'm holding his hand, and Alexandria is holding his hand, and we're just praying, dude. And we're not just like, well, Lord bless them. I mean, we are having a heaven come down in the Orange County Convention Center prayer for this guy and, and we got his phone number and, and following up just to be an encouragement in his life. And that was, that was the theme for MegaCon was deep, personal interactions. We were not just there as a brand connecting with a crowd. It was like, we were there as, as people who love Jesus, loving people. And, um, i'm I'm just looking at my my list. I, I made notes every every night I'd come home and kind of write down my highlights of the day. And there's so many of them. Some of them are personal or maybe not interesting enough to to go into, but there's just too many to talk about. we We this guy came by. He was in my 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 panel when I got to share. I wish Scott was here or at least Mari because they were they were both in my panel and it, it adds a lot more credibility to it if, if somebody else is talking about it than I'm talking about it. But um, I had this hour long panel, the gospel, uh, religion and anime is what they call it, but I call it the gospel according to Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, which I was very nervous about because I wasn't planning on doing it. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this to you last time when we talked about it, but my friend said that the, the Japanese emissary was coming. Uh, to, because they wanted to see how the convention was handling, you know, Japanese culture. And dude, sure enough, right in the middle of my my panel, when I'm talking about religious symbiology in this this show, and I'm talking about, well, and and the seven-eyed goat of the book of Revelation is represented here. And I have this picture of a seven-eyed goat on the screen. And all of a sudden, I see this whole little entourage of people walking in the back, and I'm like, click, let's just get that one right off the screen before people think we're doing something weird in here. Um, So I I thought I had an hour. I didn't really read the schedule. I thought it was at three o'clock, it was at 3.30. So I'd never read it. I just kind of pointed myself in a direction and walked. And I I got there, started at 3.30. I thought I had an hour, I had 45 minutes as it turns out. I've never had 45 minutes before. So they came in and the guy kind of gave me the, the five minute signal in the back. And dude, I don't know what happened in my mind that I said, well, I guess it's time to start talking about Jesus and i just started talking about jesus i didn't i didn't like it was the most uh, aggressive i mean i was aggressive but there was just no tap dancing around it it was just like and let me tell you why i have hope let me tell you why your only hope is let me tell you why the world needs this and uh it was just like well they are never inviting us back here again because I, i i the room was full it was a big room it was a big room maybe maybe the biggest room they've ever put me in to do this it was a large room and um and and just every every diverse kind of person that you can imagine in this room right in front of me I had a kid dressed up in a penguin costume um not not like the penguin from Batman an actual penguin uh which was a character from Neon Genesis Evangelion I happen to have in my computer bag some things I give out uh we we have volunteer the week of the church. So I have these little $5 Starbucks cards I keep in my bag. So I told everyone at the front because, you know, youth pastors never die. I said, all right, I love some of your costumes out here. At the end of this thing, I'm going to pick whichever one of you guys has my favorite, favorite costume. You're going to win a $5 Starbucks card. You know, just keep them tracking with me. I gave the penguin the $5 card, but I had a, the the number one costume that i saw over and over again which i just i don't know how to ground myself when i when i see it i don't know what compartment to to process it in lots of men dressed up in french made costumes um i, I don't i don't have a uh i don't know how to navigate that 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 that's weird
0: it's it's from an anime
1: oh i'm sure it is yeah <laughs> Uh, But I've even talked to people about this, and it it actually broke my heart because I was telling somebody a little bit about we, you know, this is what we're doing, this this is what's happening. I said I got a, a, you know, this young man dressed as a French maid, and the the laughter was the first response. And man, boy, boy, the the laughter just rubbed me the wrong way because I went, "Mm, I don't know, Uh, it may be funny. I mean, I guess to see a guy dressed like a woman, right? If it's 1983 or something like that, and that's just kind of a thing. But right now, I'm just thinking, what, where, where is this kid hurting? that that's that's their expression of what they are and I don't, I don't want to you know get into too much of it but there was just a lot of hurt in the room and you could tell there was a lot of hurt at, at this convention um when you could just tell so much so in the last the last five minutes of my panel I just blurted uh, a full-on like gospel presentation. Normally, we'll do a little gospel presentation, but it's 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 woven into the narrative of this thing. I don't know what happened. They told me my fifteen minutes turned into five minutes, and I just went and uh, and I thought I got to get out of here quick, man, because because. And afterwards, people were lined up waiting to talk to me. Waiting to to, to uh, we had people that came by the booth. Uh, Lisa Marty had cards in the back and she was handing them out. So many, we, writ, we wrote the name of our, our booth number on there. So, so many people came to the the, the booth afterwards. Um, one guy came by and, and it was just the most random thing. He said, hey, I was in your panel yesterday. He came came by on, on Saturday. Said, I was in your panel yesterday. That was the best panel I've ever been in. Um, no indication that he was a Christian, no indication at all. No, like it was just good to see believers here doing that. Not at all. Um, uh, which I'm so thankful for. Uh, a young man named Jace came by. He's from St. Augustine, Florida. And uh, he visited us twice. He was in the front row of the, the panel. And he said, are you coming back next year? I said, because I wanna, I wanna help you. Wh- whatever it is that you're out here doing, I wanna help you, I wanna be a part of it. And, and that was the thing that we heard so many times. Christians coming by saying, how can we help? What can we do? How can we be a part of this? Um, even like some older folks, I had people reach out to me today. That I would guess, I mean, their grandparents. How could we help? How could we help with your geek church thing? <laughs> like, yeah, um, just just amazing things. Um, I'm trying. I'm just looking looking down my notes, trying to make sure I don't miss anything. The, the, but there, there were, again, so many amazing amazing things. Um, uh, Neff, do you have anything else to jump in on? I'm 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 gonna just. I, I realize I've just been talking for 19 minutes straight. Like well, this, were... is, this isn't my podcast.
3: <laughs> not yet but uh we i mean the interactions we had were so interesting like um uh it was just i think this has been one of like the most this has been the most interactions we've ever had at MegaCon before like both the past couple of years we've had lots of interactions um not all of them positive uh it's been kind of a mixed bag uh but this year we had a constant stream of people coming up to our to up to our booth which is which surprised me but i was like a surprise to be sure but a welcome one (laughs) like it was just something that I, i wasn't i mean i you know you go into something having done it over and over again expecting a different result you know but it actually happened. A different result actually happened where we had a lot of people just randomly coming up and saying hi, discovering our stuff. Uh, there was uh, one couple that was really cool. That they were like just like different spider people. Uh, one of them, they were like one of them was like a lifeguard or something like that, and he was dressed in like the 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 Spider-Man from uh, No Way Home. Just like, a cool youth pastor. So we were, and like we commented on it, and then he came over and they were like, Oh, yeah, you know, we, we what's your podcast? about? we love this kind of stuff. And it was just kind of cool how, how much interactions, like how many interactions like that we had where people were, where, where people like in the past would comment on something, like we'd see something that like we like Mar fandom, and someone would just walk away. Whereas now, I feel like, I don't know, maybe people are just more open because of everything that's happened in the last two years or if they're looking for something and we just happen to present something for them to help them or what. But it just felt like people were ready to come over to talk to us and be friendly. You know, we still still got the funny looks every once in a while. They see our Jesus. That was mostly
1: you. That was you getting the funny looks. That's true. Not not so much the rest of us. I do get
3: that. Well, I had my hair in an afro during the first. So I'm just kidding. But um, like. The, the Jesus Loves You 3000 shirts, so it, it's kind of funny because it's a conversation starter, but also we get so many looks from that shirt. People will, like, not always positive, people will look at it and then like, they'll turn around to their friend and go, hey, Jesus Loves You 3000. And it's like, hey, you looked at the shirt, you looked
1: at our booth." That was the thing that I noticed is that people always verbally articulated the shirts so when they would walk yeah. by they would always say oh geek pray love, pray love. Or, Jesus yeah. loves you 3000 like like everybody that walked by and saw the shirt would say it verbally out loud Jesus loves you 3000 I got to the point where I was just like fact check true Jesus
3: like, yeah, loves you. that was Thank great
1: you. uh you you said something Neff that I, I I want to agree with so much it felt like the the service that we were we were offering was a needed service it felt like we were there for like with very intentional, it wasn't like uh, bringing snow skis uh, to the to the beach. It wasn't like you know bringing something that was unnecessary. It felt very necessary the the care and the ministry that we had to offer, which was so uh, so satisfying to be able to talk with you. Okay, so uh, we, we bought these new stickers, uh, which all of you uh, that are Patreon sponsors are going to get one in the mail. Surprise! You're going to get one of our MegaCon sticker packs uh, as a thanks for your support. So we had these stickers. They're they're you know smaller smaller size. I don't have any in front of me to show you, but um, we were we were selling those, and, and and if people came by, I I give stuff away. I'm bad at selling things. I just like giving things away. I'm a game show host, um, and we Brittany Stevens' wife said, "I wish we had little baggies that we can put them in." Well, I remembered that we have at the church a little. A cardboard box somewhere in a closet that had these little plastic baggies so i'm like i'm gonna go just take them from the church and we'll, we're going to use these they're not we bought them for an event uh a year or so ago and these were the leftovers so it wasn't like we were taking a, a, a resource that needed to be used so i took the box i didn't realize that the box was about this deep but it was only like this deep with the baggies underneath was a was a stack of books that we had used for an event that were the leftover books and most of them were uh, by Louis Giglio. It was putting an X through anxiety. And um, I said, well, we got them here. We had life books that were out there, which is the Gospel of John, kind of in a student, uh, really approachable way. So we had life books out there, and then we put these putting in X through anxiety books on the table, made a little sign that said free. If you need one, take one. And we had so many people stop. We ran out of those books. We ran out, like they were, they were gone and and people would stop and that that takes guts that takes guts to stop and talk to strangers and say can i have this book about anxiety and uh, this i remember this one girl she was um she was wearing a spider-man costume she had a pentagram around her neck and she stopped and she asked she said can i have one of these i said absolutely and we talked a little bit about it. she just opened up again just it's like they're just desperate to talk to somebody, desperate to, to share with somebody what they're going through. And she just opened up and she's like, I've really dealt with a lot of fear. I've really dealt with a lot of anxiety. And um, I've tried talking with people about it and I've just tried, you know, ignoring it or thinking positive. And the things that I use to distract myself just aren't working anymore. And I said, well, have we got the thing for you? You know, and I didn't obviously say it in such a glib way, but I said, I want you to take this. And I said, in fact, I'm gonna pray right now w- with you just to, to as you take this book that God would bless every word in it and that he would bless your heart as you read it and receive it and she was like okay and and like wasn't weird it wasn't weird at all and like all right all right man rock and roll we're doing this thing right now it's crazy so the first thing i did when we got back i went to um to to see how much those books were and i went to like i think it was christianbook.com or whatever and um they happened to be on sale so i just ordered another case of those putting in next to anxiety books just thinking about who needs one next right so uh we have a whole case of them ready to go Uh, So we got to the end, we got to the end of Megacon. It was the last day, Uh, it was Sunday. Uh, We had to be at church, my wife and I, Sheena and I were at church on Sunday morning. So Steven and his wife kind of took off from church to cover the booth and make sure we were there in the morning. And then when we got done, Alexandria went over there and then Sheena and I went over there. Um, Alexandria took off probably with about 45 minutes left in the show. So at the end of the day, it was just Sheena and I. And Megacon made an announcement they basically said vendors if you want to come back next year we are almost already full uh you can apply for next year's con but you have to do it today and i went well we we have spent a lot of money on this we spent a lot of time what do we what do we think what do we want to do um because i I didn't have the money to just kind of, let's, let's double down. Let's go ahead and pay for next year right now. And, you know, we, we did get a lot of support from from patrons and from from you guys, honestly, uh, to help cover the price of T-shirts and, and some of the printing and stickers and the additional materials that we were able to give away, which was just amazing. Um, we had some help from uh, Howard Salter and, and Belong Church. They covered our, our meals for two days, which was uh, super, super helpful. I mean, just God just opened up doors of provision in every which way. But I just had to really think like, do we want to do this again? Do we want to come out of pocket right now? Maybe we do it a little bit different next year. What's the plan? What's the strategy? And she's like, I don't know. So as we're kind of verbally talking, sitting behind the table, a young man's walking by at the end of the day. And he kind of paused and was given the whole look at our our stuff while I'm talking to her. And I said, hey, Tim, his name, he had a name on name tag, uh, his name was Tim. I said, hey, what's your name? And he said, Tim, I said, hey, Tim. Said my wife and I are just having a conversation right now about should we come back to MegaCon next year? What is it? Is it worth it? Is it worth the effort? Is it worth the crowds? Is it worth all the things? And uh, and I don't know. I guess I guess you should weigh in on that. What do you think? Do you think that we should come back? And he just kind of like took this thoughtful pause and looked at all of our stuff on the table, and he said, "Well, I'm not a Christian, but it seems to me like this is pretty important, and this is something that that people really need to hear." And I was stunned. I was just like stunned. Like I did not expect that. And I said, thank you. Thank you for saying that, man, I appreciate that. And I, I gave him some free stuff or whatever, uh, sent him on his way and uh, immediately went ahead and booked next year because what do you say to that? What What is the price that you put on Tim? What is the price that you put on you know, the, the Andres, the artist that we prayed for. What is the price that you put on uh, Nakisha? What is the price that you put on Jace? What is the price that you put on? And, and I can go down the list uh, of people. We, we even had a, a powerful interaction. Alexander, I don't know if you were there or not. We had a powerful interaction. EJ came by. EJ, formerly of the Nerd of God cast, and uh, he, he was out there. He, he just, you know, to, to do his promotion things, he takes pictures with all the people he knows, whatever. He came over to the booth just to snap a shot while we were still there and head back. And uh, I just took a moment to encourage him, and uh, man, he just started weeping. It was like, like right, I was like, oh bro, oh bro, sorry, bro, whoa, uh, and and just in such a broken-hearted way, he said, I'm trying to help people, I'm trying to to love people. He said, I feel like. I, I working so hard to try to disciple people and i feel like obi-wan and i and i'm you know i'm trying to reach out to all these people and they just turn they turn away and they and they leave and they whatever and i i just i took a moment and i encouraged him man i said look you you have your job and obedience is what god's calling you to do you know not to carry him across the finish line but to get him started and, and god has to take care of of giving the increase right and and we pray together and he's just weeping and we hugged and it was just a, a wonderful beautiful moment that uh, of encouragement and it it just happened again and again and again and again and um, I I feel like like John at the end of his gospel it's like if all of the things that happened were written I suppose all of the books in the world you know couldn't couldn't hold it but all of this happened because of your encouragement I mean this happened quick because of your encouragement because of your uh, generosity because of uh, your prayers and it doesn't happen without it so um, I, I just want to say thank you. Uh, I'm so delighted and honored to be able to share this report. I'm so delighted and honored to be able to, to tell you guys about what God has done and um, and really honestly thank you. And we're going to go ahead and start laying tracks. We're doing it again in March. So um, I guess it's going to be us and Jace and the grandma and grandpa that want to come out and help and all the other people, but we're going to, we're going to go give them heaven, man. So
3: we had some uh, great interactions. One, one of them was particularly comical. At my expense. <laughs> when uh, someone showed up to- Oh, movie. oh,
1: oh, oh my gosh. This oh. deserves to be stated in
0: shared. Yes.
3: Okay. You can tell the story. Okay. So-
0: First of all, wait, wait let me start because she, she approached me first. Oh We're my gonna, We got gosh. to take charge of the story.
1: So I was okay? at the booth. I walked back up to the booth. Alexander was there. And there's this this woman is there and she's talking to Alexander. It's a man and a woman. And they're talking to Alexander. And Alexander said, um, this is Brie. And I went, oh, oh, so if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, Brie, back in season three, maybe, we did a ga- a dating game where we had uh, someone, a listener, call in and oh, yeah. ask questions to Steven and Neff, our eligible bachelors, and weigh them out to see who she wanted to go on a date with. And she chose Neff in one of the most colossally awkward segments ever to happen <laughs> on the show. Um, mostly Neff. Uh, defending his heterosexuality and talking about spending time with his deceased father in just the most cringy. And this was that woman from the internet. She showed up at our booth and it was like, whoa. So we're talking to her for a minute. Uh, I don't know how long she'd been there before I got there, but I was talking to her for about a minute, two minutes. And then Neff comes around the corner. And I say, hey, Neff, this is Brie. And Neff said, Oh, hi. Bri- oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And the reality set in, and it was the greatest. Oh, my gosh. If, if I had 10 hearts, oh. nine of them would have exploded.
3: Oh, gosh. It was so awkward. Luckily, she was there with her boyfriend. Yeah. So
1: that kind of worked <laughs> so, out. He said, he's like, <laughs> and, and she's like, Well, this is my boyfriend. He goes, Well, I guess that worked out for you then,
3: huh? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh oh thank my Lord. gosh i completely uh, that's going on my list of things i don't know how i didn't write that down
3: i know i was like waiting for it but oh. i figured we were in such a nice spiritual moment no i, was, I know like, I thank didn't you I for adding for the that. right time oh my
2: God. i follow her on
1: twitter she's an absolute joy
2: <laughs> love, <laughs> love
1: watching Neff get the sudden flop sweats uh was was way better than anything Just she's the ever blood posted drained on twitter. from my face it was great <laughs> i'm like oh my goodness my big friend's about to pass out right here at booth 153a uh does anybody have any questions or anything i I don't want to just you know you you all you slide dog you got me monologuing um (laughs) does does anybody have any questions or any thoughts the you know
2: it's been amazing to hear like this has been so cool like there's so many moments and as you've been sharing and Alexandria has been sharing and everything like and Neff, like that i've gotten like goosebumps and i'm like i almost wanted to cry myself hearing some of these stories and my face is already sore from smiling so much at all the good stories like this is amazing like this is so cool to see god just like use you guys like this like this is why i'm a patreon like honestly like i became a patreon like a few years ago at like i don't know like a couple mega cons ago or something like that because of hearing the testimonies and stuff and it's like man i want to be someone that can like support that that ability for God to just reach like uh, uh, people that honestly are typically hurting and stuff. Like, there's a lot of people that you know grew up as nerds and geeks and stuff who have um, hard paths that that just need to have love and, and stuff. And just I am so happy to hear about even just your strategies that you guys use to like go and reach people and like relationship first and everything. Like, I love that so much and it's just it's so exciting. It's so exciting to just hear about the impact that you guys have made and and honestly it's just it's so cool that God just opens doors like that. Like so last minute. Like and I feel like a lot of God's plans <laughs> often f- fall into place very last minute <laughs> for things like this. Um but it's just so cool that he just opened that door when it seemed like it was shut for a while and then he just opened it up and you know i know you guys were all hands on deck and i'm sure it was actually pretty stressful but it sounds like it was worth it and that's amazing thank you for saying that i appreciate that
1: um any any other thoughts or questions or anything like that awesome well just again from all of us thank you thank you so so much and um we're we're getting ready getting ready march is coming so forward for uh for all of our patreons and our nerdy god cast family until next time we ain't gotta go home Oh, we yeah. can't yeah. say yeah. here. There you guys are.